Welcome everyone. It is 3 p.m. and it's time for the Server Room Show. This is episode 82. Today let's continue from where we left from uh, episode 81. Uh, I talked about BBS and I said that uh, what I had left I will uh, I will put it together with some, uh, some other bits and pieces and I did. And uh, most probably it will be enough for this episode and maybe even even a even a part three. Even though I will I will talk about uh, in the end uh, maybe three different things, which uh, they they similar uh, in one way to another, or they they belong together in one day uh, in one way uh, or another. If uh, if you wanna uh, see it like that. Uh, when I talked about BBS, I left at, uh, at the part talking about presentation. Uh, BBS is very generally uh, text-based rather than uh, GUI-based. Uh, and early BBS is conversed using the simple uh, ASCII character set. However, uh, some home computer manufacturers ex uh, extended the ASCII character set to take advantage of the advanced color and uh, graphics capabilities uh, at their system. BBS software uh, authors included these uh, extended character sets in their software and uh, terminal program uh, authors included the ability to display them when a compatible system was called. Atari's native uh, character set uh, was known as the ATA-SCE, ATA-SCE, while most Commodore BBS supported the PET. SCE and PTSCE. Commodore BBS supported PTSCE. PTSCE was also supported by the nationwide online uh, service provider uh, Quantum Link. The use of these uh, custom character sets was generally incompatible between uh, manufacturers unless a caller was uh, using terminal emulation software written for and uh, running on the same type of system as the BBS, the session would simply uh, fall back to simple ASCII uh, output. For example, a Commodore 64 user calling an Atari BBS uh, would use uh, ASCII rather than the machine's native character set. As time progressed, uh, most terminal programs be, uh, began using the ANSI standard, but could use their uh, native uh, character set if it uh, was available. The Coconut, a BBS system made by Coconut Computing INC, was released in 1988 and uh, only supported a GUI. Uh, no text interface was initially available, but eventually became available around 1990 and worked in EGA and VGA graphic, uh, graphics mode, which made it uh, stand out from the text-based uh, BBS systems. Coconut's uh, bitmap and vector graphics and uh, support for multiple type fonts were inspired by the uh, Plato system and the graphics capabilities were based on what was available in the Borland uh, BGI uh, graphics library. Uh, a competing approach called the Remote Imaging Protocol RIP emerged and uh, was promoted by Telegraphics in the early to mid-1990s, but it never became uh, widespread. An industry standard technology called uh, NAP NAPLPS was also considered and uh, although it became the underlying graphics technology behind the Prodigy service, it never gained uh, popularity in the BBS market. There were several uh, GUI-based BBSs on the Apple Macintosh platform, including uh, Telefinder and uh, First Class, but these remained widely used only in the Mac market. 
In the UK, the BBC Micro-based OBBS software available from PACE uh, for use with their modems optionally allowed for color and graphics using uh, the teletext-based uh, graphics mode available on uh, that platform. Other systems used the ViewData protocols made uh, popular in the UK by British Telecom's Presta service and the online magazine Micronet 800 whom were busy uh, giving away modems with their uh, subscriptions. The most popular form of uh, online graphics was uh, NC Art, which uh, combined the IBM Extended ASCII character set uh, sets blocks and symbols with uh, NC escape sequences to allow changing colors uh, on demand, uh, provide CUSA control and uh, screen formatting and even basic uh, musical tones. During the late 1980s and early 1990s, most BBSs used uh, NC to make elaborate uh, welcome screens and colorized menus and thus NC support was a sought after feature in terminal client uh, programs. The development of uh, NC art became so popular that uh, it spawned an entire BBS art scene uh, subculture uh, devoted to it. The Amiga Skyline BBS software was the first in 1987 uh, featuring a script markup language a communication protocol called uh, Skypix, which was uh, capable of giving the user a complete uh, graphical interface uh, featuring rich uh, graphic content, changeable uh, fonts, mouse controlled actions, uh, animations and uh, sound. Today most uh, BBS uh, software that is still actively supported such as uh, Word Group, uh, Wildcat BBS and Citadel-UX uh, is uh, web-enabled and the traditional text interface has been uh, replaced or operates uh, concurrently with a web-based uh, user interface. For those uh, more nostalgic for true BBS experience, one can use uh, NetSerial on Windows or uh, DOSBox uh, on Windows and uh, Nix-based uh, clients to redi redirect DOS uh, COM port software to, to Telnet, uh, allowing them to connect to Telnet BBSs using 1980s and 1990s era modem uh, terminal emulation software like uh, Telix, uh, Terminate, QModem and uh, Procom Plus. Uh, modern 32-bit terminal emulators such as mTelnet and SyncTerm include uh, native Telnet uh, support. Uh, content and, uh, and access. Since most early BBSs were run by uh, computer hobbyists, uh, they were uh, typically uh, technical in topic with the user communities revolving around hardware and uh, software discussions. As the BBS phenomenon grew, so did the popularity of special interest boards. Uh, bulletin board systems uh, could be found for almost every hobby and interest. Popular uh, interests included uh, politics, uh, religion, music, dating and uh, alternative lifestyles. Many uh, CSOPs also adopted a team in which they customized their entire BBS and the welcome screens, the prompts, menus, and so on, to reflect that uh, that that given theme. Common themes were based on uh, fantasy, or were intended to give the user the illusion of being somewhere uh, else, such as a, a sanatorium, a wizard's castle, uh, or on a pirate ship. In the early days, the file download library consisted of uh, files that the CSOPs obtained themselves from uh, other BBSs and uh, and friends. Many BBSs inspected every file uploaded to their public file download library to ensure that the material did not uh, violate copyright laws. 
uh, or any copyright law. As time went on, uh, shareware CD-ROMs were sold with up to thousands of files on, on each CD-ROM. Uh, small BBSs uh, copied each file individually to, to their hard drive. Uh, some systems use the CD-ROM drive to make all to make the files available. Advanced BBSs use the multiple CD-ROM disk uh, changer units that switch the uh, six CD-ROM disks on demand for the color. Uh, for the color. Large system used all 26 DOS drive letters with multi-disk changers housing tens of thousands of uh, copyright-free uh, shareware or uh, freeware files available to all uh, callers. These BBSs were generally more family-friendly, avoiding, avoiding the seedier side of uh, BBSs. Uh, access to, do, to these systems uh, varied from uh, single to multiple modem lines with some requiring little or no uh, confirmed registration. Some BBSs called the uh, Elite uh, Vares or Pirate Boards were exclusively used for distributing correct software uh, freaking uh, and other questionable or unlawful content. These BBSs often had uh, multiple modems and phone lines allowing several users to upload and download files at once. Most Elite BBSs used some form of uh, new user verification where new users would have to apply for membership and attempt to prove that they were not a law enforcement officer or, or a lamer. Uh, the largest elite boards accepted users by invitation only. Elite boards also uh, spawned their uh, own subculture and gave rise to the, to the slang uh, no, uh, known today as uh, let's speak, let's speak, let's speak, let's, let's speak, something like that. Uh, I'm sure you guys know what I what I mean. Another common type of uh, board was the support uh, BBS run by uh, a manufacturer of uh, computer products or software. These boards were dedicated to supporting users of the company's products with the questions and answers forums, uh, news and updates and uh, downloads. Most of them were uh, not a free call. Uh, today these services have moved to, to the web. Some general purpose bulletin board systems had uh, special levels of access that were given to those who paid extra money, uh, uploaded useful files or, or knew uh, the CISOP uh, personally. These specialty and uh, pay BBSs usually had something unique to offer the, uh, to their users, such as large uh, file libraries, Vares uh, or uh, other uh, you know, adult content or, or chat rooms or, or even uh, internet access. Uh, pay BBSs uh, such as the the Well and the Echo NYC, uh, now internet forums rather than uh, dial-up, uh, Exec PC, uh, PSUD network, and uh, Mindvox, which uh, folded in 1996, were admired for their uh, tight-knit uh, communities and uh, quality discussion forums. However, many uh, free BBSs also maintained uh, close-knit communities, and uh, some even had annual or uh, b-annual events where users would travel great distances to meet face-to-face uh, -face with uh, their online friends. These events were especially popular with BBSs that offered uh, chat rooms. Some of the BBSs that provided access to illegal content faced uh, opposition. On July uh, the 12, 1985, in conjunction with a credit card fraud investigation, the Middlesex County New Jersey Sheriff's Department raided and seized the private sector BBS, which was the official BBS for uh, Grey Hat uh, Hacker Quarterly uh, 2600 magazine uh, at the time. The notorious Rusty and Eddie's BBS in uh, Boardman, Ohio was raided 
by the FBI in January uh, 1993 for trading unlicensed software, uh, software and later sued by uh, Playboy for copyright infringement in November of 1997. In Flint, Michigan, a 20-year-old uh, man was charged with uh, distributing uh, other uh, kind of content through uh, his BBS in March 1996. Just a few from from those uh, those BBSs on on the dark side. Uh, networks, uh, most early uh, BBSs operated as individual systems. Uh, information contained on that BBS uh, never left the system and users would only interact with the information and user community on that BBS alone. However, a BBS uh, became However, as BBSs became more widespread, uh, there evolved the desire to connect systems together, to share messages and files with uh, distant systems and users. The largest such network was uh, Fidonet. As it, uh, as is it, as is it was uh, pro uh, prohibitively expensive for the hobbyist uh, sysops to have a dedicated connection to another system, Fidonet was developed as a store and forward network. Private email, uh, netmail, uh, public message boards, uh, uh, echo mail, and eventually even file attachments on a Fidonet capable BBS would be bundled into one or more uh, archive uh, files over uh, a set time interval. These archive files were then compressed with uh, ARC or ZIP and forwarded to or polled by another nearby node uh, or hub via dial-up X modem session. Messages would be relayed around various Fidonet hubs until they were eventually delivered to, to, their, uh, to their destination. The hierarchy of Fidonet, BBS, uh, nodes, hubs and zones was maintained in a routing table called uh, a node list. Some large BBSs or regional Fidonet hubs would make several transfers per day, some even to multiple nodes or hubs and uh, as such transfers usually occurred at night or early morning when toll rates were, uh, were the lowest. In Fido's heyday, sending an at mail message to a user on a distant Fidonet node or participating in an echo mail uh, discussion could uh, take days, especially if any Fidonet nodes or hubs in the, the messages route only made uh, one transfer call per day. Fidonet was uh, platform independent and would work with uh, any BBS that was uh, written to, to use it. BBSs that did not have uh, integrated Fidonet capability could usually add it using uh, an external Fidonet front-end uh, mailer such as Seadog, uh, uh, Front Door, uh, Binkley Term, uh, Intermail or uh, Dbridge and the mail processor such as uh, Fast Echo or uh, Squish. The front-end uh, mailer uh, would conduct the periodic uh, Fidonet transfer, transfers while the mail processor would usually run just before and just after the mailer ran. This, uh, this program would scan for and uh, pack up new outgoing messages and then unpack, sort and toss the incoming messages into BBS uh, user's local email box or into the BBS's local message uh, basis uh, reserved for uh, echo mail. As such, the mail processor were commonly called the scanner tosser packer. Many other BBS uh, networks followed the example of Fidonet using the same uh, standards and the same software. Uh, these were called the FidoNet Technology Networks, uh, FTNs. They were usually smaller and targeted at uh, selected audiences. Some networks used the QVK, QVK doors and others such as RelayNet, uh, uh, Rhyme and uh, WW4Net used uh, non-FIDO software and uh, standards. 
Before commercial internet access became common, these uh, networks of BBSs provided regional and, in and uh, international email and uh, message bases. Some even provided uh, gateways such as uh, UF gate by which uh, members could send, receive, send and receive uh, email to and from to the, the internet via UUCP and many Fidonet discussion groups were shared uh, via gateway to, to Usenet. Uh, Usenet is, uh, is, uh, is another uh, thing I want to talk about uh, uh, after, after BBS. So you will see how they, they relate uh, all together, uh, all three pieces. Uh, elaborate uh, schemes allow users to download binary files, uh, search uh, gopher space and interact with uh, distant programs uh, all using plain text uh, email. As the volume of uh, Fidonet mail increased and the news groups from the early days of the internet became available, uh, satellite data downstream services became viable for larger systems. The satellite service provided uh, access to Fidonet and Usenet news groups in uh, large uh, volumes at a reasonable fee. By connecting a small dish and uh, receiver, a constant downstream of thousands of Fidonet and Usenet news groups uh, could be received. The local uh, BBS only needed to upload new outgoing messages via the modem network back to, uh, to the satellite service. This method drastically reduced the phone data transfers while dramatically increased uh, uh, the number of, uh, of message uh, forums. Fidonet is still in use today to, uh, in, a, in a much smaller form and many uh, ECOMAIL groups are still shared with uh, Usenet via Fidonet to Usenet gateways. Widespread uh, abuse of uh, Usenet with spam and, uh, and uh, other type of um, undesired content has led to many of these uh, Fidonet gateways to seize uh, operation uh, completely. Uh, Sharver and uh, Freeware. Much of the Sharver movement was started via user distribution of software uh, through BBSs. A notable example was uh, Philcat's uh, PKARC and uh, later PKZip using the same uh, .zip algorithm that uh, WinZip and other popular archives now use. Uh, also other concepts of software distribution like freeware, uh, postcardware like uh, JPEG view and the donation work la donationware like uh, Red Rider for the uh, Macintosh first appeared on uh, BBS sites. Uh, Droom from uh, ID Software and uh, nearly all Apogee software games were distributed as uh, shardware. Apogee is in fact uh, credited, for, credited for adding an order uh, form to a Sharver uh, demo. The internet has largely uh, erased the distinction of Sharver. Uh, most users now download the software directly from the developer's website rather than receiving it from another BBS uh, user uh, sharing it. Uh, today, uh, share, uh, shareware is uh, commonly used used to mean electronically distributed uh, software from a, from a small developer. Many commercial uh, BBS software companies that continue to support their old BBS software products uh, switched to the Sharven model or made it entirely free. Uh, some companies were able to make uh, the move to uh, the internet and provide commercial products with the BBS capabilities. Uh, amongst the features, a classic BBS had uh, uh, elements like a computer, one or more uh, modems, one or more phone lines with, uh, uh, with more allowing uh, for increased uh, concurrent users, of course, uh, a BBS software package, uh, a CSOP system operator, and uh, of course a user community. Uh, the BBS software usually uh, provided or provides uh, many systems, one or more message bases, 
uploading and downloading of message packets in QWK format using X modem, Y modem or Z modem. Uh, file areas, sysop uh, side uh, live viewing of uh, all color activity, uh, voting uh, on kind of like on opinions and opinion boots, uh, statistics on message posters, top uploaders, downloaders and so on. Online games, uh, usually a single player or only a single active player at a, at a given time. Uh, a doorway to third-party online games, uh, usage uh, uh, auditing uh, capabilities, uh, multi-user chat uh, only uh, possible on multi-line BBSs, uh, internet email uh, more common in uh, later internet connected BBSs, uh, network message boards, uh, most modern BBSs allow telnet access uh, uh, over the internet using a telnet server and a virtual uh, fossil driver. Uh, Yell for Sysop uh, page caller side menu item that uh, sounded an audible alarm to the Sysop if uh, chosen. The Sysop could then uh, initiate a text-to-text -text chat with the with the caller. Uh, then or now primitive social networking features such as uh, leaving uh, messages on a, on a user's profile. This was all I, I had on, on BBS. So we can say that it was uh, it was uh, part two uh, of BBS, and uh, I can uh, I can uh, I can now resume and uh, and tell you that uh, in episode eighty three I will continue this uh, this very same article uh, I have on on the blog, uh, but I will talk about uh, using it and. Uh, Maybe it will it will fill the the whole episode uh, only talk about, uh, talking about Usenet. If you paid attention, you 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 heard that I mentioned Usenet uh, a little bit uh, when I talked about uh, BBS because they they uh, were similar in the sense that uh, they started at the same time. I think pretty much with a, with a one year of uh, of difference, and uh, and in the sense they also. Uh, were kind of the first, uh, let's say, primitive forms of uh, of social interactions online or or social networking, so to say, online. Uh, you will see that Usenet was uh, was uh, more focused on uh, on on communication, um, like a like a cork board or a, or a, or a, or a forum uh, board where you could post uh, topics and then people can uh, can respond to one another but uh, that's going to be uh, episode uh, 83 i think uh, all all i have will be enough for for using it there and uh, the third uh, piece which which also belongs here uh, it's not going to be uh, in its own episode uh, i think i will have to put it together with using it uh, is something called the minitel uh, i don't know if uh, if any of you uh, familiar with Minitel or Ibertext, or uh, they had a lot of names, uh, these systems. Uh, they were also predating the the, the modern internet era, and uh, and if if you if you look around in your country, I mean they were uh, available in one way or another in in many many countries. Uh, of course, not in Hungary where I'm from, but uh, I remember I saw. Uh, a Minitel, uh, let's call it terminal, uh, when I was in, in France, when I was very, very young. 
and uh, of course at, at that time uh, we didn't have internet and uh, and uh, this was like a, like the name name says it was like a terminal where you could interact with uh, with the remote uh, service or a remote system uh, when i talk about uh, minitel uh, together with uh, usenet uh, after you will see how all these three pieces uh, and or, or why why i think that they they belong together uh, bbs Usenet and this kind of Minitel and, and uh, uh, Minitel kind of systems because uh, all of them uh, provided uh, maybe even similar ways or, or a bit different ways to, to, to people to, to communicate or uh, people to uh, have access to, to, to services. For example, with the Minitel ones, uh, people could have uh, uh, access to, to products and services. You can do, uh, order something from uh, by selecting it on your uh, like like from a catalog or, or uh, I think that's the best way to to describe uh, it had very uh, vast uh, amount of services so you will see how all these episodes uh, uh, and the reason why I left all all the the show notes under one uh, one single entry because uh, in my mind uh, all this BBS Usenet and uh, and even the minitel uh, devices they belong kind of um, it's kind of like implementation of very similar ideas or or things in my mind or in my opinion uh, just with a different kind of execution and not even mentioning bbs and usenet indeed uh, started with, with a one year of uh, one year of difference if uh, if you are adventurous enough uh, both uh, uh, some modern BBSs still exist, uh, as I mentioned in uh, in this episode today. You can access them uh, from Windows or from DOSBox if you want, uh, and uh, use a, a Telnet uh, redirection to to use uh, old uh, terminal clients to to connect to them, or or most modern ones uh, also offers a, a web-based uh, platform to to connect to them. And you can experience uh, a little bit uh, how BBS uh, was or how BBS is, as there are still uh, a couple of them around and uh, and kicking. Uh, Usenet, uh, as I mentioned very briefly in this episode, uh, also is uh, is available. Actually, I even even I use uh, Usenet. It's true that uh, most of those uh, unmoderated channels are. are bloated with uh, spam and all kind of scam and all kind of uh, undesired content but uh, uh, funnily enough uh, there are still uh, people there like like myself so when you when you ask a question uh, more than certain that you would you would get uh, you would get a response i i, I just asked uh, something uh, like a few days ago and uh, and I had some some conversations going on so there are still people uh, out there using this kind of uh, uh, now uh, archaic or, or uh, old school uh, forms of uh, of communications and I did mention uh, gopher sites in uh, in today's episode and uh, for example gopher uh, sites are, are, are having a comeback as well uh, if you are uh, familiar on Mastodon uh, for example, on the SDF instance where where, where I am uh, normally, uh, many people are putting up their uh, their own little Gopher sites, and uh, and uh, you can even have a plugin for your uh, browser, and uh, without any special client, you can uh, browse to 
to this uh, to this text only only websites and uh, so for example gopher gopher sites are, are reviving so to say so uh, not everything which uh, which is old uh, has to go away and uh, has to be replaced because uh, because it's not always the case newer is not uh, not always better and uh, and yeah in in my opinion uh, usenet definitely has a has a place uh, if you don't feel like uh, browsing around forums and uh, and uh, and you know the reading uh, kind of like uh, reddit uh, reddit is again kind of like a forum for me uh, if you don't feel like uh, using those those ways or you don't feel like uh, doing something the modern way uh, bbs usenet uh, all these kind of things even the gopher sites i mentioned uh, they are still there and around and uh, some people are, are keeping them alive uh, that was all for uh, this episode i i i filled up some some space uh, between uh, the text i had prepared for bbses and uh, and and the time we had uh, we reached 82 uh, episodes already uh, we definitely gonna reach 100 and uh, we will see how we take it beyond from from 100 uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, see you next uh, Saturday.